Rebellious Studio presents the Mind Body Podcast with your host, Maria Angelova. Hello, Rebels, and welcome to the Mind Body Podcast, your rebellious podcast all about a strong body, calm mind, healing, and fully living with your host, Maria. And it is my absolute pleasure today to be here with my dear friend and rebellious soul, David. Hello, David, and welcome. Hello, thank you for having me. Absolutely. So instead of doing a boring introduction, we are going to start with the first question, rebellious question of three words that describe you. Three words that describe me? A little story behind each one. Yeah, um, I'd say beautiful, sexy, and handsome. No, um... (laughs) (laughs) Combo, add to that. (laughs) Um... I'd probably say fun, curious, and loving. Okay. Give us some meat around them. Give us some meat behind them. Yeah, fun. I love to have fun. I love to play games. I love to just joke around. Curious. I like to learn new things and explore places. And loving. I love to love. (laughs) to love I like I love to yeah (laughs) that sums it up okay I I like the word love right anything love (laughs) high vibrations good vibes I like that so the idea of tonight's episode came up today when David and I were um doing a Pilates session and I was like oh I was like David is such a rebel and before I die before I tell you what I think about that I'll let him give you your definition of rebel and then we'll talk more about that so what is your definition of rebel rebellious I think a rebel is someone who definitely goes against the grain of society and most importantly follows their heart and their aspirations and dreams and doesn't really like care what other people think about that Love it. And what makes you a rebel, David? Well, I'm following my dream to be a professional golfer. And it's something I've contemplated a lot. Doing it, not doing it, what people are going to think. And um, I'm going for it. And along with that, I just do things the way that feel right to me, whether I look goofy or um, people make fun of me. If it feels good and it works, then and I do it that way. Go after it. Let's yep. talk about the whole step of I don't care what people think because I think that's something that stands in the way of many, right? Yeah. And it's a big part of a growth journey to not care what people think. And it's it's not an easy thing to do it until you get used to it, right? Hearing yeah. the society, the different opinions how yeah. they should be done, how they must be done. Let's talk a little bit about that. Like what has been your experience, your growth experience through that? Yeah, I mean, in high school, I read the book called The Four Agreements. And I think it's the second or third agreement, but it's to not take anything personally. And in high school, I took everything personally. Like someone would walk down the hall and I'd be like, they're walking bad and it's annoying me. Um, and I still do it today, but the difference is I catch myself um, and I don't take it personally. And, uh, you know, it, it usually has more to do with what's going on in that person's world than it does with you. So it's it's a lot about putting it into a different perspective and then 
just recognizing that everyone's living their own life and it usually has very little to nothing to do with you. So that helps me to, to work through that stuff and, and see it in a different light. Yeah, completely agree with you. <clears throat> the Four Agreements is one of my favorite books, as you know. And um, through my growth journeys, I really practice the four principles in there because, and it has served me well, but do not take things personally and kind of tune out what the noise, I call it the noise around you and stay true to who you are. I think yeah. it's endless and critical for growth. And I love that you brought up awareness, right? Because we are human and we tend to fall into those same patterns over and over, but awareness and change of shift of perspective is what makes a difference. It's huge. It's everything. Yeah. So how is your, your growth journey going? Tell us about that. Like aiming to be a professional athlete um, requires a lot. We have talked a lot. We've had a lot of conversations on the topic, but talk about the core pillars. Like what keeps you staying on your path? Definitely that belief that I can be a professional and that I can compete at the highest levels. Um, I mean, I love the sport that I play. There's certain aspects that I don't love of competition, um, but just that belief, that inner knowing of like, I can do this and um, challenging myself to, to be like the best that I can be mentally, physically, um, all aspects of the game and, you know, transferring that over to life too. So. Is there anything particular that inspired you to want to go on that path? Um, I just, I guess I just want to do something great with my life. And I watch professional athletes and, you know, I, I play the game at a very high level and um, I guess it's just kind of like to see how good I can become and to understand myself better as a person. And, um, I mean, obviously like I want to win the biggest tournaments, like everyone wants to do that, but I think it's a lot deeper for me. Like I want to learn about myself and I think golf is a really good vehicle to do that. I think any journey that we embrace that so much outside of our comfort zone is a growth journey and a journey of self-discovery. So yeah. Yeah. What made you decide I will go for that? You know, there are a lot of people who dream of being this or being that. And, you know, there are a lot of kids who say, I want to be a big football player or a golfer or a baseball player or whatever it is. What made you decide I will do this? I will go after this. Anything particular? I guess it was I mean nothing in particular honestly I just kind of feel that desire um yeah it's just something I see I watch it on tv and I'm like I want to do that I want to live that life and compete against the best um I mean I've been blessed with really good parents and a good upbringing and just tons of support from everyone in my life. And I've, I'm really supported to do this as a career. And um, I mean, life is full of opportunity for anyone in my opinion. Um, and at the same time, like, I feel like 
I did kind of start a leg up with, with my parents and, um, you know, I just, they, they gave me a life where I could do anything I really wanted to do. And, um, I mean, professional athletics from a young age has always called to me at first it was baseball and then now it's golf and, uh, yeah, it's just, it's fun. I love it. And I want to see if, if I can be the best in the world. All right. I like that. And something else that comes to mind as you're speaking is you're like, there's nothing in particular, but it sounds like you're tuning into your intuition. Yeah. So let's talk about that. I love, you know, as you know, my journey took me from corporate to entrepreneurship based on intuition and not common sense and logic. Yeah. So what gets you to connect your intuition? That's like the juicy stuff that I want to talk about. Yeah, intuition's an interesting one because it's something you cannot force. You kind of have to be with it. Um, for me, when I do sit down to meditate, um, you know, you'll you'll feel and hear that intuition more clearly. Um, that's something I'm trying to do more. Um, every time I get a massage, like I actually just sit down and I'm still, but I'm like conscious, but after an hour, hour and a half, like those thoughts just kind of come to you and you can hear them more clearly. And I don't know what it is. I mean, we all have that voice in our head and I think deep down, everyone does know who they are and what they want to do. It's just about if you let that manifest in your life and if you accept that about yourself and, um, I mean, I've done a lot of self-inquiry and just over the time, it, it's come to me that this is what I want to do. This is what I'm good at, passionate about, gets me excited to share it with people and gets me excited in that moment of, of competition. Um, so yeah, just, just listening and it's all just listen. I think it's great that you talk about meditation and quieting in because really what it boils down to is quieting this, right? All the noise that's buzzing in your head from all directions, technology, parents, school, society, and so forth. And yeah. just really tuning into what do you want, which is what I always say, what do you want? And then taking the brave step to go after what you want because you'll hear plenty of opinions of why you shouldn't go after what you want. So yeah. Kudos to you for staying true to yourself and following your journey. Yeah. Um, listening to your intuition. And I do have to say, David is young, but he is so uh, conscious, so awake, whatever the word you want to use. Um, and on such a growth journey, it's really cool to see somebody so young and so driven and so passionate and somebody going after what they want. I think that's what I love about David, your zest and desire and also putting up the work, right? It's not just, well, I desire, but you definitely do up the, show up and do the work. And speaking of the work, let's hear what's the self-care routine of somebody like you who is so driven and is going for, you know, top level performance. Yeah. So I do Pilates with Maria twice a week at a minimum. Um, something that I've prioritized and then not prioritized and am not prioritizing again. Um, and something that Maria actually said was, you know, you got to figure out what you want to prioritize and prioritize that. 
because I was trying to fit Pilates into my schedule around everything else and we all know how that goes so <laughs> Pilates is a staple of my weeks now and um, that's great on top of that I'll try to go to the gym and do weights when I can um, in the off season of golf you know you might try to put on more muscle and more speed and um, do that more so than when you're actually playing um, but self-care wise one big thing I've started doing is I got this five-minute journal journaling I love journaling huge fan of journaling yeah I'm gonna shout this journal out because I absolutely love it but called the five-minute journal I wrote that on my one chance but it just um it asks you to write three things you're grateful for three things that would make today great and then two daily affirmations love it and doing that every day just centers me and gets my day off I'm such a good start um and then at night it asks you to write the three highlights of your day and two things that you learned so just like yeah morning and night centers you to have a great day and then at night helps you to reflect on the good stuff and also to learn from if there was any not so good stuff or the good stuff too Mm -hmm. what are yeah. the lessons that you have from the day that's great i'm a huge fan of medi of uh, meditation of journaling as you know and um you know i think the the journal and the prompts that you are suggesting are great for those who don't uh, who don't journal regularly i guess i really want to talk about meditation yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah journal is is a fantastic way to clear your mind stay grounded right and stay on top of your goals it and, is reflect on those things that we perceive as failures rather than as lessons we've talked about that right so yeah generally yeah. huge fan but do you want to say anything about meditation since i really want to talk about <laughs> yeah i mean i think meditation is great too that's something that i've started doing more um i work with a life coach and he was like you know if you can't play golf as much in the off season like work on other disciplines and I've picked up meditation again. I've picked up um, reading in the mornings, like spiritual reading or really any reading, I think is good for the brain. Um, but meditation, especially just like sitting down, quieting your nervous system, being with yourself. I mean, that's probably the hardest thing for humans is just to be with themselves, to not be distracted, to not be thinking monkey brain thoughts. Um, so when you can really just sit there, focus on your breath and get quiet, it's really peaceful and that helps to just allow you to have a great day and, and have good perspective on things. And be connected to your intuition and connect to your intuition. Let's talk about something else that we have talked about and that's in the context of, um, meditation and being present. How does that serve you on the field? I know we have talked about that. Yeah. When, we can take the field as the golf field, any other sports field or the field of life. Yeah. I mean, I could go on and on about it. Um, in short, when you're over a golf shot, if you're thinking too much, it just doesn't work. Mm -hmm. So it's important to visualize, to get centered and be quiet over the ball 
and just kind of allow things to happen naturally. And meditation really helps with that. It reminds you to breathe. It allows your brain to be quieter. It just slows things down. So it helps tremendously. It helps to not be so reactive to everything that happens. Squirrel, right? Phone yeah. buzz, anything like that. Yeah, it makes me more inquisitive because instead of that reaction, I'm able to say, hmm, that was interesting. And then think about it. Not slam my club and say, gosh, that was a bad shot. But ask myself, you know, what led to that? And then how can I take advantage of it? Yeah. In golf and in life, you know, it's you're going to make shots, good shots, bad shots, whatever. Very symbolic of life, right? Yeah. But what's really important is like how you do on the next shot. Because you can kind of, I mean in a lot of circumstances, there's some things in golf and life that you can't really come back from. But most of the time you can make another decision. Um, you can hit another shot and, you know, help yourself out a lot. Yeah, I completely agree with you. You have to be more responsive and less reactive. Just Absolutely. Like yeah. uh, let's talk really quickly about Pilates. And yeah. I really want to talk to you about Pilates is because you have been practicing it now and you're really committed and you're starting, we're starting to see tremendous changes in your body and the depth of your workout. And, you know, for those who hear me say, you have to be consistent, you have to do the work. <laughs> I would like to hear from the other side, from the recipient side, like what has been, what has been the experience of where you started your mindset around it and how things have changed as time has gone and now you truly get what Pilates is all about. Yeah. I'll take you way back to the beginning. We were standing in your bathroom in the basement. Um, I had my shirt lifted up and we were looking at my ribs and you were like, this is your ribs closed. This is your ribs open. And that blew my mind. I had no clue what that was. Um, obviously I know what that is now. And I can do it very nice. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, so it's shifted from the most simple stuff like that, even to how I stand, um, weight distribution on each feet, um, whether I'm on my toes or my heels, all that's important. Our body's meant to function a certain way. And Pilates really opened me up to that. And my understanding of the human body and of my body, especially, has just deepen tremendously over the years what is uh, what is your experience of what i thought of pilates when you started comparison to traditional type of workout because you've been an athlete your whole life yeah so, like what was your first perception what do you think now like how has that changed because i think that's one of the biggest things that i see for people in terms of ex expectations from a workout yeah it's definitely different and it it takes some time to feel like you're actually getting a workout. At first, it's a lot of cueing and getting into the right positions. And then once you get there, then you start to feel the workout. You start to feel the burn and, and that depth. Um, How does the burn feel, David? How is the hot <laughs> <laughs> we were laughing about that during today's session right the heat that comes from the inside the body it's like holy cow there's nothing that? like it right yeah. i'm in a college dorm room right now and 
it's just one glass pane windows, no insulation. So my room will be so cold in the mornings and I'll, I'll sit down on my mat for Pilates, freezing cold. My hands are, are freezing and five minutes in, I'm like, yep, I am burning up right now. <laughs> it's the most remarkable thing. Yeah, it truly is remarkable. I agree with you. It's, yeah. I think it's a great practice. And again, this is subjective, but it's so cool. That's what gets me excited to see a person's body change, right? And start getting that depth. And that's when I'm like, oh, go, go. Of course, I'm sitting in the chair, you know, while you're working out. So I have a <laughs> good spot. <laughs> yeah. I've but, actually had the pleasure of watching Maria do a session <laughs> with her trainer. And yeah. um, not only was it great to see her suffer, but uh, <laughs> it was great to see her actually doing what she preaches and really focusing on the depth and, and getting a workout herself. Five minutes into the observation of that session, I was like, David, can you bring me a towel? Because I'm drifting. <laughs> I was suffering. <laughs> I'm sure that was the total enjoyment of your side. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> I was almost a little appalled. Like your your teacher was just getting after you. But that's what I like about you. And I mean, any really good teacher is, is they kind of drive you to where you need to go. And, um, and you do it in a way that's productive and, and reasonable. <laughs> fun. Would you say it's fun? Yeah. It's fun. Just a little bit miserable, we'll quote my teacher. Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit miserable. You gotta grow, right? Speaking of as we've talked about, yeah, you gotta get out of your comfort zone. Yes, you gotta get out of the comfort zone of the body to get those changes in the body. Very cool, David. Thanks, thanks for making me laugh. That was awesome. <laughs> All right. So let's see. Any advice you give to anybody listening, any life advice, anything that you'd say to advise for our listeners, those rebels out there. Um, well, first of all, I'd say to follow your dreams and listen to your intuition. Cause like, you know, better than anyone else. So just whatever makes you happy and whatever works, do it. Um, and you'll be just content and, and your life will be full of joy and, and good things. Um, I mean, in terms of Pilates, I would say to, do Pilates and especially do it with Maria because she is a great trainer and will get you to where you want to go. Um, I think just on a Pilates note, like um, I think I gave the analogy this morning that Pilates is to working out as the sun is to our universe. Everything you do in Pilates is centered around your core and the core is the center of the body. And the more you strengthen that, the more the other muscles can start to contribute properly and all harmoniously. So I would, I would recommend Pilates to anyone. Like anytime I see a golfer with back pain, anytime I see, I mean, literally anyone, I'm just like, they need Pilates. Like their life body would be better for it. Yeah. So. Well, thank you for the shout out. I do appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. So grateful to see the changes in your body that's you know that's what drives me and drives my purpose like when things are not so pitchy out there right yeah and I always say that my students are my teachers so thank you for the inspiration all right tell us how can you help people out there who are trying to better their goal game maybe 
Yeah, so I do give golf lessons. Um, I'm in my last semester of school. And after I graduate, I'll be moving back to Atlanta. And as my schedule permits, I love to teach. I, I think I'm pretty good at it. Um, I have a few people I've taught and uh, they've definitely improved. Um, I, I love to just help people. I mean, golf's my specialty, but whether it's talking, I mean, moving furniture, like I just, I like to feel useful. So uh, if Maria puts my phone number in the chat, yeah, hit me up for literally anything. I love it. Well, David, <laughs> it's such a pleasure having you here. Thank you so much for your time and energy. And if you guys have any questions for David, I will let you know how you can reach out to him. Thank you for listening. Stay rebellious and make it a rebellious day. Bye. Thanks, Maria. Thanks, David. Can get enough of those rebellious conversations? Do make sure you subscribe, like, and share with your friends.